0: Thank you for joining the football transfer show. It's the third episode, Bill. It's uh it's going along nice. Can't believe it. it's been very yeah, quick. It
1: is. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those shows that seems kind of effortless, you know. Just if you're proper, I, if you're a fan of football, you know you like transfers. It's as simple as of that. Of course. And
0: there's always there's always new transfer speculation every day. Um, and we thought this would be a good idea to do it on a weekly. So, um. Yeah, we'll get straight into it then, man. You know, obviously we're going to focus on Manchester United transfers first because we are Manchester United fans. A um, few things I've picked uh, out this week. A um, few things I've picked out this week, Bill. Um,
1: yeah. it
0: dominates Manchester United's defensive frailties um, at the moment. You know, it says Manchester United are now looking at Jules Kunde, and we've brought up Pau Torres before. It looks like Manchester United are heavily, heavily looking into that player now, Pau Torres.
1: Yeah, just going off what you said there. uh, Manchester Evening News uh, has reported, literally in the last two hours, that Man United have a mutual agreement uh, with uh, Paul Torres. Sorry, the entourage of Paul Torres, so the people who work for Paul Torres. So there's a mutual agreement there for him to join our club. Uh, I think that's a significant kind of development in the Paul Torres story, uh, and all the kind of stuff that comes out about Jules Kunde now seems like you know paper talk um so i yeah. think the one we're going for is probably going to be uh Paul torres uh looking at the kind of you know what's come out now and what's come out in the, in the news
0: you brought Paul torres up in the first episode of uh football transfer show and you know you was really keen on the player um would he f- I haven't seen him play myself a lot, to be fair. Um, but he seems like a player. He's twenty-four. Yeah,
1: yeah. look, you were He's about got to a lot say of that. Would he fit? You were about to say would he fit? And, and yeah. really, the question to your answer is: y- Yes, he would fit. But like any player, I feel like I feel like we've down tools here, so we can focus more on an attacker. If that makes money, I think if that makes sense in in terms of money talk, I think we're going for a, a lesser target to get a greater target a bit later on. If that makes sense,
0: like a like a like a bridging placement, like he's there for the short term. Where whilst we go, no, 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 not Is necessarily. that. What you're trying to say? I think
1: I think they're trying to stretch the transfer budget out, and by doing that, going for the third or second choice centre back because he's cheaper.
0: Does it say in the article that you've read how much they're looking to spend on
1: him? Um, It's like a rough kind of kind of kind of figure, but there's no real kind of um, value point put on him just just yet. But just going off transfer speculation, um, I think it's going to be about thirty-five million, maybe forty million, with add-ons. And if that is the case, uh, look for an extra ten or fifteen million. You may be getting Jules Kunde. so it mm. kind of makes me feel that we're down in tools here. But let me be straight here: um, Paul Torres is a player I think is phenomenal. Um, he's going to fit the squad, and and look, it, whether he fits or not is down to um, how Oli t- integrates him into the squad and how well he picks up English football. And uh, if he if he makes inroads um, and uh, and uh, practices and trains like he should be, and he fits the kind of Premier League mould, then absolutely I think he'll be perfect for our squad. But not every player comes to the Premier League and succeeds, um, especially in the Spanish League. I mean, it's a predominantly um, weaker league. It's not as physical as, uh, I'd say, the Premier League. Uh, So we've got to take that into consideration as well. And the kind of uh, what I've seen of uh, Paul Torres um, is he's he's fairly quick. He's good on the ball. Uh, it's got a little bit of a presence about him on the pitch, uh, and I think that's kind of uh, ingredients for success right there. But it depends on uh, it depends on a lot of factors uh, also. So it's uh, it's a bit of, of an une- uneasy one, I- I'd say, uh, Sam. He needs
0: to be able to complement Maguire because Maguire is going to be there regardless, is he? So they need to have um, someone that's going to be able to play alongside him, really. I think, yeah. um, to play alongside Ab- Maguire.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. And, and when you say play alongside Maguire, are, are you referring to pace?
0: It's Yeah, pace and a bit of composure on the ball. Being um, Spanish, Spanish players notoriously known for being composed on the ball. I mean, have you seen that in him when you've watched him play?
1: Yeah, the way he kind of takes the ball out from the back um, the way he kind of holds possession at the end of a game, um, you know, trying to fetch a few extra minutes, if you know what I mean by that, like trying to see a game out. He does that really yeah. well. Um, his passing seems to be a bit hit and miss, but I guess passing is something you work on in training. Um, really, for me, the concern would be uh, the phys- physicality. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but players from the Spanish league tend not to be quite physical. Um so, yes, yeah, true. you've got to factor that in as well. You've got to factor that in as well. And that's probably part of the decision as well. Um, because, yeah, it's a lot cheaper, but you've got to think, why is that deal cheaper? That deal is cheaper because he's a second or third choice centre-back for, for Man United. And, uh, look, if he came to the club, uh, I'm sure we'd all buy the sh- buy the shirts and, you know, kind of support him uh, in that role. And uh, really, if that is the case, we're going for a second or third choice centre-back then uh, I obviously want to see where the board or, or where Ali and, and John Murtov invest the rest of the transfer budget, and I, I want to see what they do with that kind of um, what they kind of do with that situation and or where the money really goes, and uh, and if that means maybe we'll we'll be able to buy a more high-profile uh, attacking player or maybe a more kind of uh, established midfield player. We just have to kind of see where where that where that road takes us, really, Sam.
0: Very interesting points there. you know, Bill. I just want to thank you for um, going over some of the points of Pal Torres. We have a message waiting. I'm going to play the message, then I'm going to chuck my two pence in about Pal Torres and Kunde. Hey guys, just joined the show. Um, Great show from you, uh, Sam, and Sport Talk from before. I've listened a few times, and that's why I'm listening now. Um, Just a few things. Um, Do you think Eric Baye should? Not sign a new contract as he he doesn't think Solskjaer trusts him and gets enough starts. Uh, another thing, um, do you think Man United
2: should prior prioritize a striker because they've still got Lindelof, Maguire, they've still got a few centre backs, but striker position is just really light.
0: And um, another one, did you see the photo of uh, Leicester training ground when it said they took the Maguire money and spent eighty million on their new? Uh, world class training ground. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Thanks, Woods. Thanks for yeah, yeah. for being a loyal listener. I hope you're well Absolutely. as well, Wats. Um on the Eric bayi situation. Look, if the if an offer came in for Eric bayi and he wanted to leave and his heart's not in it, I'd I'd let him go. Um I want Twan Zabi, I want Twan Zabie to be um st- you know I want him to stay at the club Twanzebi. Um, I, I do rate Twan Zeevi. To be fair, I mean, what's your stance on Eric Bailey, Bill?
1: Well, he, he's a player that I love. I, I think Eric Bailey is kind of persona. Eric Bailey is a, as a person, he's great. But look, let me tell you something about Eric Bai He can't stay fit for two minutes. Do you know what I mean? No wonder why Ali's exactly. kind of hesitant in, in putting him in the squad. Um, it seems like he's made out of cardboard whenever he goes into a tackle, he gets injured. And this is not small injuries we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, a, a knee Long injuries. Term. We're talking about cartilage problem. We're talking about long-term injuries. Um and Oli and can't rely on somebody who's who who's, has the potential to be injured for half the season. If Oli takes a risk and plays by and then, you know, he's building momentum, he has four or five good games and he gets injured for the rest of the season, that's not that's not productivity. That's that's kind of anchoring the squad down. That's being a burden on the squad. And look, Eric is a fantastic player and I will always continue to say he's a fantastic player. Uh, fit Eric Bayi is probably... And well, this might be, uh, this might be, uh, you know, not not that popular opinion, uh, an unpopular opinion. But I think uh, a fit Eric Bi is is top three defenders in the Premier League, and I'll argue with anyone about about that. Top uh, top three defenders on his day when he's fit any day of the week. Uh, I, I'm telling you, the the pace, uh, the recovery pace, uh, positional sense is fantastic. And let's be honest as well, Eric Bi's got a goal in him as well. Um, he he's acrobatically uh, very good I've seen him a few times trying to attempt overhead kicks he's good good with his head he's good on the ball only thing is he's got a mistake in him in the Premier League you kind of sometimes play a switch off and you kind of lose focus that can happen with any kind of player do you know what I mean but Eric is a top top player for me and look if he went to somewhere like AC Milan I'd take twenty million for him. Twenty million, twenty-five million is about right for Eric Bailly. Uh, even at the age and the condition he's in at the minute, eighty million is pro- sorry, 20, 80 million. Twenty million is probably about right for uh, Eric Bailly. Um, but I can't, I can't see any clubs coming in for him. Maybe uh, an Italian club. I mean, I'd let him go to uh, somewhere like Milano. Somewhere like that maybe, um, but I can't see many clubs being interested in Eric Bailly. The, the, you got to remember guys, the uh, injury record, uh, that probably exactly. puts a lot of clubs off. Um, so it's, yeah, it's one of them, it's, it's tough to say, I mean I love Eric Bailly as a player and I want him to kind of succeed at Man United, but every time we put a little bit of faith in Eric Bailly, uh, he turns up injured, and uh, you know what? It's it's not nice for his career, and and I think he should play at, 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 in a league which is less physically demanding, uh, and maybe that might give him more uh, longevity. Uh, but but that that remains to be uh, to be seen.
0: I think Serie a suits him, like you said, slower slower league. Um, it, I think it suits him down to a t, and I think that's where he will end up. Eventually, he'll end up in Serie. A. Um, I'm going to go back to Kunde and Torres very quickly. If I had a choice out of both of them, I'd probably take Pau Torres. This is just from me watching a couple of games of Koundé, um for Sevilla. Um, I watched him against Barcelona a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's a good, he's a good header of a ball, but trust me, Bill, when I say this, the guy was bombing up and down the pitch at every second. He was, he was playing more as an attacker than he was doing defending. Um, he's got the pace to recover, yeah. Kunde, but. Absolutely, yeah. We can't leave. We cannot have him bombing forward when we've just got Maguire at the back <laughs> to be no, there. It, it's going to go I back to that I Istanbul think that, game. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that what 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 you what you're getting at there is uh, is really important. It's an important point. Um, his positional sense and positional awareness is awful, right? Because he he doesn't track back and uh, and yeah. he can only play in one kind of system. You know, that kind of. Four backs bombing. Oh, sorry, defenders kind of bombing forward kind of system. Um, you know, uh, we don't we don't play we don't play like that. We have one defender who sits, uh, sort of anchor, uh, to to the to the to the to the goalkeeper line. One uh, center back who pushes forward. That normally is uh, a Maguire, and then kind of um, support on the on the ref, left and right flank, uh, kind of provide passing lanes. Um, so it it wouldn't make sense for us to have. Two centre backs that do that, uh, and I don't think if you if you tell a, a centre back to play a particular way when he's used to playing uh, another way, I don't think that boards well for the squad. Um, yeah, but I think Paul Torres is a player who is going to fit our system a little bit better. And I mean, look, if you're talking about uh, Sevilla, there's a centre back who's who's already ten times better than Jules Kounde. There, I mean, Diego uh, Diego Carlos. Carlos. Mm. Why why are we not in for him? Uh, uh, I, I, I've heard quotes about thirty million euros, thirty-five million euros. We, that's a player we should be uh, linked to. Uh, he's got the height, he's got the pace, he's got the physicality. Uh, he's got literally everything you could want out of a out of a defender. I mean, do do you not remember his absolutely uh, world-class performance uh, in the Europa League final. Do you know absolutely just, just a phenomenal, all-round player. Um, I could see him uh, at Liverpool. Yeah.
0: I could see Klopp going in for him. He seems like a Klopp type of player to me, yeah. Diego Carlos.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, as much as as much as I wouldn't want him to go to Liverpool, uh, he would he would fly. He would fly. It would at Liverpool. be great. There. Absolutely, would fly. yeah. He would. He would be. I mean, it's that kind of um. He's got the way he plays is um. Aggr- he's got like a really aggressive play style, and mm. uh, that would suit Liverpool down to a tee. I mean, you've got. You've got a Van Dyke at Liverpool. who's already a fantastic defender. You add another, you know, top top world level defender to that uh, Liverpool defence, and suddenly it, it turns into probably the best defence. Scary, you know. Scary. Yeah, it's absolutely scary. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to play against this... that defence.
0: Of course not. Watch this space, uh, listeners. Paul Torres <laughs> could be on his way to Manchester United. I'm going to play this one voice note, and then I'm going to move on to the other um, headline that's making Manchester United this evening.
3: I don't think we are short in strikers. I mean, if you count Greenwood, um, Martial, Rashford, that's three that should be fighting for one spot and we should have some dedicated wingers, I believe. I don't know what your thoughts are, guys. Evening to you all. And um, I think Valley should go. I think the 12-month extension is is the best thing we should do for him because he, he, he just needs to go. We need to make space. We have no assets in the club apart from Pogba, Bruno, De Gea. Um, we we really do need to get some some change out of the uh, you know the the ones that need to go. Um, and unfortunately, I think Cavani needs to go because we need to start growing in that striker. We need to get the quality rather than getting the old guards in for that season for that last paycheck sort of thing. Um, but this summer should be really uh, interesting because the director of football, as I say, we've got to judge him.
1: Thank Absolutely. you, there, Senti yeah. Thank you for joining. Great comments, sir. Great comments, and thank you for joining. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of, uh, kind of agree with you there, but I, I think, look, um, we've got, we've got, as I said, we've got lots of attackers, but we've got, we've got just good attackers, not great attackers, not world class attackers. If you look at Man City's attack, they've got Aguero sat on the bench, Jesus, they've got a uh, Sterling they can call on, they've got, you know. Moures, they've got Bernardo Silva to call on. Uh, we've got Rashford. Uh, we've got uh, uh, J- J- um, uh, Greenwood on the wing, who's not a winger. Dan James on the on the wing, who's uh, who, on the on the left and right wing, uh, who's not particularly great, but he's still developing. Um, and then we've got Martial, who's uh, bang out of form. And then we've got Cavani, who's who's 33 and already wants to leave the club after three months uh, in in England. Um, So I agree with with centre circle. I agree with your point. But then again, you've got to look at the facts, mate. We've got one striker. We've got Greenwood. uh, But we're playing him as a right mid at the minute. We've got uh, uh, Martial, who's uh, a centre forward, not really an out-and-out striker. And then we've got an ageing Cavani who already wants to leave the club. We definitely, definitely need a striker. Uh, And let me tell you, whether it's Haaland or, or Pats and um, I, I couldn't care yes. less, but we need to invest in a striker. And look, if Man City are after Haaland, if um, Liverpool are after Haaland, and if PSG are after Haaland, we need to get Haaland. <laughs> That's who we need to get. We don't need to be messing about with. We need to snap these deals up. That's why I was so happy that we... uh, It looks like we've got this Paul Torres deal almost wrapped up. You know when you've got a mm-hmm. mutual agreement... Then that's all down to the fine detail, you know, penning penning to paper and and you know negotiations stuff. That that I'll leave that to the club. Uh, I'll leave that to to Mert. That's Mertes job, John Mertes job. Um, but for for now, we've got to focus on uh, on um, on getting this, the the uh, players that we need uh, to get in because look, we all know what happened the other day. Uh, knocked out of this, uh, FA Cup by Leicester because our attack wasn't important enough, because our attack wasn't cohesive enough. And uh, I agree with your point, centre-circle. Uh, and, you, you know, it's a valid point, but you've got to look at the facts. And the facts are, we're playing for a Europa League uh, 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 title, which has three decent teams in it. There's a good chance we could go out. Uh, do you know what I mean? We're, we're play- Arsenal is still in the tournament. Uh, Real is still in the tournament. You know, these decent teams... Zagreb, I mean, look phenomenal at the minute uh, with 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 their with their superstar talisman, Misslav Um So look, all I'm saying is we need to make uh, we need to make additions to the to the squad, and we just need to make sure that next season we don't get embarrassed uh, by uh, by a second-rate Leicester, and we don't get embarrassed by a bang average Arsenal, and we don't get uh, uh, bantered by a bang average Tottenham six-one. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah. As a fan, I'm sick of I'm sick of you know uh, explaining our way out of these results. Do you know what I mean? We've got we've got the facilities and funds there. Uh, uh, we need to we need to make sure we are putting pressure on the board that this season is make or break for our squad. Uh, we need to invest. If we don't invest this season, and we invest next season? Right. The problem is um, Bruno's going to get a year older. Might not have won a trophy. May want to leave. Uh Martial's gonna wanna leave. Rashford's gonna think, is my future with Manchester United? I've been here so many years, I've only won uh one trophy per se. Um is this the is this the club for my future? We need to we need to, you know, kind of just say uh we're gonna make the we're gonna make the uh purchases that we need to make uh so we get further in cup competitions and maybe we can give uh, Man City a better run, uh you know, better competition uh for the uh for the Premier League. Yeah.
0: I've said countless times on, on previous podcasts as well that uh, if if look if they, if we want to go for Haaland, I would not I'd be happy to use Martial as leverage to try and get him in. Chelsea will do the same with Werner potentially. They'll use him as leverage if they wanted to get rid of Werner to get Haaland in. I'm sure other clubs will be offering players plus cash as well for the guy. Look, Haaland's gonna be in demand all summer now. Um let's see who gets him. It's gonna be an interesting tussle Absolutely. to see who gets this guy.
1: It's interesting what you said there just about uh, Chelsea uh, potentially offering uh, a Werner up. I think Werner made the worst uh, decision for his career he could have possibly made. Um, if, he, if he'd if have gone to Liverpool, do you think it would have been a different story? Uh, and I'm only saying this because uh, Liverpool Echo have linked Luis Suarez uh, with a return to Liverpool. So I just want to kind of bounce those kind of scenarios off you and see what you think, man.
0: I think it would have probably worked out better for him. Um, with Klopp there, um, he would have probably played a certain style of play that suited more to Werner's style. Obviously, Liverpool would have then got a out-and-out out forward as well. Uh, he would have been banging them in for Liverpool. Going to Chelsea, I think, uh, yeah, it kind of wrecked him up, to be fair. set Tina Werner going to Chelsea. Uh, but if he wants to go back to Germany, let's see if he goes back to Dortmund and see if they offer him up as leverage. And if Dortmund want him, will they take him?
1: That would just be um, that would be so funny because there were so many clubs who genuinely wanted Werner for his talent and were willing to give him, you know, everything he wanted, and it seemed like he just kind of brushed all that to one side and said, "said Look, London, Chelsea." Um, what do you think about that statement?
0: Um, you went a bit fuzzy there, bro. I didn't hear you properly.
1: So I I said. Um, look at uh, Werner had all these clubs interested in acquiring uh, his services and he kind of swept all that to one side and said London Chelsea and kind of made his decision like 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 that it seemed um do you think he's probably regretting it a little bit now
0: if I was Timo Werner personally I probably would be regretting it I think Kai Havertz might have had a bit to do with his decision to be fair um I don't know if they're personal friends off the, fit, off the pitch or anything, but I feel like Havertz might have had an influence on his, his decision to go to Chelsea as well. Um, I'm not sure if don't Lampard you know? would have had anything to do with it. Um, but Havertz seems, just for my own opinion, I think he might have had a sway in it as well, Havertz.
1: Yeah, because the, the way the kind of press was building it up was um, Werner made his decision because he wanted to play for Lampard. And that didn't make sense at the time uh, to me because I think uh, he's a great ex-player, Lampard, a legend of the game. But as a manager, would you want to play for 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 him just as he's come off a job exactly. of double? Like you wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want that if I was a player. I'd want to go to somewhere like you know, like United or City or Liverpool. You know, somewhere with an actual you know kind of uh, structure with a. Uh, a manager who's half decent you know what I mean like it kind of doesn't make sense for me almost and that's why I Chelsea think it was a rash, turned, rash decision
0: Chelsea almost turned into FIFA career mode last year what they were doing in the transfer market um, buying yeah. all these top international stars and um, look I, th- I thought it was BS that people thought Chelsea were going to um, challenge this year anyways Um They've got good players. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna. There's gonna be an adjustment period there. You know, they're not gonna come in and just five six players start banging. You know, I thought it was a bit of a BS that people expected them to challenge this year. To be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Uh, then again, look, we we were all saying uh, in January we were gonna win the league, and this is United I'm talking about. So you know, you know how bad things can turn out when you know when fans start to kind of get a little bit of hope. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I thought we were going to win the that's, league this year.
0: That's the word, though, isn't it? Hope. That's the word right there yeah, that you've just hope. pointed out. Hope. You know, people cling on to that hope, and um, it's what makes the what makes the game beautiful, isn't it? Hope. You know, every oh, fan yeah, has that hope that man. their team's going to have have has, they're going to challenge, going to win things. Um, yeah. But hope Bill, yeah, just moving absolutely. on. Um, there was one little piece of interesting news that came out in um, Le Clip from France. United could also make a move for Tottenham goalkeeper Hugo Lloris, who is 34, to replace David De Gea this year. I personally Uh, don't want that to happen. I'm pretty sure you're under the same illusion. You don't want that to happen.
1: I don't want that to happen. Look, he's a Tottenham player. (laughs) Putting it lightly, putting it nicely. He's a Tottenham player. Uh, I wouldn't want him anywhere near United. And look, let's be honest here. Um, Is Hugo Lloris as good as David De Gea. Exactly. Absolutely not. Exactly. Is Hugo Lloris even in David De Gea's uh, league? Absolutely not. Um, no, I won't want him, I wouldn't want him at United and I won't want him anywhere. This is um sensationalist uh, uh, uh newspaper talk. This is there to sell newspapers or yes, you know, to get you to click on a on a on a story and absolutely I, I can tell you there's nothing in that if somehow um Hugo signed uh, look I'll eat my words I will eat my words it's funny uh, yeah, it's absolutely. funny it's come
0: from a French it's funny it's come from a French newspaper as well a French column absolutely which is uh, quite interesting
1: yeah I going to play these voice messages in, yeah. Bill absolutely go for it
0: and then I'm. Then we'll just hit on some of the main talking points in Europe how about that
1: absolutely
2: Good evening you two asking you your uh, response about Bale's statement that he made the talks for today, saying that he only went to Tottenham to get a match fit for the Euros. And do you reckon now, once the Euros has finished and his contract's run out, he comes to United? Personally, I don't want him at United.
0: Bill, I'll let you take that one.
1: Uh, Gareth, Gareth Bale uh, is, a, is a great talent, and um, I wouldn't want him at United. Uh, with his age, uh, but look, if he's a fr- to be a fringe player and kind of uh, uh, as a substitute, uh, yeah, maybe why why not? But look, there's other clubs that would be potentially interested in in uh, in Bill services. I remember he was uh, linked with a with a with a deal to uh, was it a, either the Chinese league or or or, or yeah. the Saudi league? There was a big contract Chinese. lined up for him. Chinese league, there was a big contract lined up for him. Maybe that could be a potential career career route for him, uh, or even um, the C V A A, Maybe that maybe that's a good career move for him because I know Inter Milan they like to buy uh, they like to buy uh, uh, you know uh, Premier League players who were, were kind of yeah well I didn't want to say washed up but you make the point quite nicely there yeah washed up. Uh, they love to buy that kind of talent, but do you know? Do you know why, Sammy? I think it's because they've got a lot more uh, years left in 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 Italy because it's a slower. Well, league. that's it.
0: Exactly. That's why I think Eric Bailey would fit them as well in oh, in absolutely, Spain. Absolutely. I mean, Italy. Absolutely. Italy. Sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, in 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 Italy. Uh, to 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 be to be fair, though, uh, from what I can remember of Gareth Bale, look, he's going to go down as a. The legend of the game. If people can't see it like that already, then there's something wrong with them. This this man is um, single handedly uh, uh, turned around a Champions League final. Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? Which player in history can you pluck out that's done something like that? I mean, this is a, a uh immense player, probably the best Welsh player ever, ever, ever. And and uh, look, and uh, that and uh, and that hurts me to say because. I think Ryan Giggs is a phenomenal player. It's um, facts though, look, isn't it? He's done a lot facts. more in it, the
0: game. It
1: is what it, it, is, what it is. And um, yeah, Bill's a great player. And uh, look, loads of clubs are going to want to sign him, even, even at 31 or 33 or how, how how old he is. I think he's 32 now, 31 or something. Loads of clubs are going to want to uh, sign him. I mean, you've got, you've got the, probably the, the likes that he'd still fit into a team in Spain. Maybe he could yeah. go back. I mean, there was a story I read about uh, uh, Zidane wanting to get back uh, Ronaldo, Bale, and mm-hmm. Benzema—that that kind of a, uh, attacking partnership. Maybe, maybe you know, a route back into uh, Spain could be uh, doors could be open for him, kind of thing. Uh, if if that's coming straight from Zidane, which it, it looks like it's coming from the top, the top top of the top in, in terms of Real Madrid, um, that could be a big, big, big signing for for them in terms of getting back their star kind of lineup of uh, of, uh, of goal scorers, maybe try one last time for a, for a Champions League. Uh, while, while, well, Ronaldo, still, you
0: know... Ronaldo is now odds-on favourites to join Real Madrid this summer, uh, which is a massive turnaround because he was odds-on to join Man United before that. Uh, but it's now Real Madrid yeah. who are leading the pack for Ronaldo again. But to, just going back to Bale, I think that I always had this dream when Bale was at Tottenham that he was going to come. To Man United after Tottenham, you know, it would have been perfect. Giggs replacement, Welsh, all that stuff. But the, yeah. the point, the, the fact is, he snubbed us to go to Real Madrid. Um, yeah, absolutely. Why, why go back for him now?
1: You no, know, I, 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 look, I only said I'd take him back. But I, yeah. I said I'd take him back as a sub is because, of the you know, I understand what kind of quality he would bring to the side. Um, but if you're asking me, would I have taken him Straight after um Real Madrid, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, look, but look, you can't deny Bale's Bill's uh, persona, his talent, everything he done for the game. Um, yes. And uh, look, if he came back to United, I'm sure look we'll buy the shirts. Do you know what I mean? We'll we'll get the shirts. We'll get the print on the back. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> It's not something you do, you know. I don't know, man. If he came, look, I'd support him. If he doesn't, look, there's no love lost. I love Gareth Bale, the player. And uh, Gareth Bale, the player, is always going to be a great in my eyes. And it's uh, just a shame uh, that the, the, the Spanish uh, sort of, um, the, fan, the Madrid fans, the Real Madrid fans, uh, didn't give him the love he deserved. And, you know, still shocks me to this day, the way they kind of treated him uh, after everything he'd done for the club.
0: Oh, I agree, and we talked about that previously on some previous pods. Free messages, Bill. Let's get these played.
3: I don't think Werner's um, regretting it now that Tuchel's there because they've worked together before. But I reckon Chelsea sold it to him on the basis of like the Hazard model because he is very similar in terms of turning circle. I'm not talking about in terms of um, uh, skill set, but he's a nippy little 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 guy, and um. I've, think that it will work out for him in the end. He's he's with a manager he's worked before, same as Havertz. And I think these guys are what um what's working on the training pitch because they know the drills, they know the they know what T's all about. And I think I think that's, that's part of the secret of their success.
1: Well yeah, absolutely. Well I was gonna mention Tuchel.
0: since Tuchel's come in, um we're gonna see a different team of Werner there. And we already are seeing a different team of Werner there. With with um Tuchel at the helm at Chelsea. What do you think, Bill?
1: Yeah, yeah, look, I think two, two girls are a great manager, but I think he's going to soon find out uh, why the Premier League is, is the toughest league in the world. You know, I feel like he's got a bit of an easy run. I don't mean in terms of games, I'm talking about the way, the kind of, he's coming in at the club at kind of opportune time uh, where the squad is fresh. Uh, I, I feel like, I can only judge Tuchel at the end of next season when he's yes. facing, you know, uh, strained squad injuries and, uh, and and you know, he's got a run of games which looks something like uh, Man United, Liverpool, uh, Leicester, Man City, you know, something like that. Then I'll judge mm-hmm. Thomas Tuchel. Uh, but for now, um, I feel like he's been given everything on kind of a silver platter and uh, Chelsea fans want to wrap him in cotton wool. Uh, but let's be honest. When it comes to next season, and he's got everything stacked against him at the end of the season, players injured, uh, he's got all this to deal with. What, what the kind of pressure a Premier League manager has to deal with on a daily basis? Then we'll see his metal, and uh, then I'll make my decision. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm I'm interested to see when uh, when he falls out with the board because it will happen. He will fall out with the hierarchy at some point, because it's happened previously, and I'm sure it happened at Chelsea as well, and I'm in, I'll be interested to see what happens then with Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea. Uh, also.
1: Absolutely. he's uh, another interesting one for you. Uh, we're talking about Chelsea again. Um, interested in uh, AC Milan's goalkeeper, uh, Ioan Luigi uh, Donnarumma. Uh, so mm-hmm. really interesting uh, that they could get in for a really cut price deal as well. Obviously, we know uh, Tamori is uh, is currently there on on loan. and uh, yeah, it's it looks like it's gonna be an interesting little uh, little uh, transfer saga that and it looks like they're gonna acquire the services of uh, of John Lee G This comes from from uh, football London., uh, so there's a small little uh, outlet was speaking about this. And uh, it could yeah. it could develop into a bigger story. And uh, if that is the case, then they've they've made serious investments uh, in the, in in the club. And it looks like he's the number one target. And uh, then you're going the, to ask after ask the question: Well, they put that much money into the club. When do the trophies to start to to come? When when does the you know when do we see the progress? Because at the minute, I mean, Tukos took, took over and he, he's had a few good games. But that's in my eyes is not progress. Progress is when you've done it for a period of uh, twenty games or longer. Do you know what I mean? Like Oli this season has had um, great progress because the results are picking up. Uh, of course, we've had our recent you know results, but over that period of time, he's kind of proven himself, and and I, I would like to see that from Tuchel before I make a decision on him as a manager, and I'd love to what people think about that, see what people think about that in general so it's interesting i sure, to see
0: I'm, I'm sure there's comments in waiting for us about Tuchel but I, I think Chelsea fans and Chelsea as a club, they're on that new manager buzz at the moment, it always happens when a new manager I think goes in, it happened with us and it's happened before, um, like he says next season let's see what he's made of next season when he's got a full transfer window, a full season to guard it, I think let's have a look then to see where Chelsea are
1: I'm sorry, do you want to hit some of them voice bubbles?
0: Yeah, quickly on Tomori. I think AC Milan are keen to make that deal permanent, which would be great for him. I think he's an absolute beast. And him playing his trade in Italy is only going to make him a better yeah. player, I think, defensively.
1: I mean, when he played uh, against us, he, he looked solid. He looked like a, a rock at the back. And uh, yeah, he's done wonders for his career. It, it really has. I mean, he looks like a top, pace, top, top player. Yeah. Pace, pace strength, physicality. Composure. Yeah, absolutely. Good on the ball as well. He looked really uh, cool, cool on the ball and uh, looked like he knew what he was doing. And uh, uh, despite, obviously, the the language, probably the language barrier, uh, he looked like uh, a part of that AC Milan setup.
0: Oh, yeah, it would be a great deal for AC Milan if they can make that permanent, uh, most definitely. I'm going to chuck on some of these messages, bro.
3: Guys, any truth in the uh, Neto deal? Little 50 mil? Young player, Rampton, let me know your thoughts. And also, I know you're going to uh, go over it, but Nicky But he's done well by the club. I don't know if he'll do well outside the club, good luck to him. But um, he really has done, I- I- I'd hope other ex-players will take his approach um, and learning his trade within the next generation of football and then coming into the mainstream, whatever he does.
0: Great question again. There, centre circle. Thanks for your views. Look, Manchester United have been a market for a winger. Um, I think it's evident. Sancho, the guy we spoke about last week, Bill from Sporting, forgot his name. The young Portuguese geezer. Um, uh, Pe-
1: gone, gone, Pedro. Pedro gone, yeah. No, they're, no. They're I think. I think, uh, I, I think he's. Uh, is this about centre circles comment? I think he's referring to uh, Pedro Neto of Wolves. Um, that I was. So, yeah, we'll, um, he
0: was. I was just going to get to that. To be fair, like, I was just going to say, like Man United are linked with so many wingers from Sancho to yeah. Pedro, um, and now to Pedro Neto. Uh, the Pedro, I think. Neto, I think
1: Neto. Yeah, he's probably a second or third choice. Uh, yeah. And you know, whatever United's interested in a player, I mean, it's going to be a massive media, you know, circus. Um, so it's probably just kind of the backlash of that. It's kind of just creating paper talk. Uh, I don't think there's much in it. Uh, maybe we're looking at him. Maybe we're just kind of following his development or his progress. Uh, but I can't see it being much more than that, Sam, to be honest with you. As a,
0: as a guy from Wolverhampton myself who follows Wolves um, as well quite closely, um, he's a skillful, tricky player. Uh, he loves to take opponents when he beats them. I think he's got one of the most highest dribbles per game in um, in this season. Um, obviously, we lack that from someone like Daniel James at the moment who plays out there. Um,
1: yeah, po- yeah. Positives yeah, for absolutely.
0: having him. Positives for having him. He probably would help open up defences, stretch defences. Um, let's see how far Man United go with this inquiry that they've gone in for. But I still think they'll chuck all their eggs in one basket with Jadon Sancho for that one on the wing.
1: Well, it's, it's that question again. Uh, Do you go for the uh, cheese or do you go for the chalk? I mean, you go for something that you know what I mean. You go for the cheese, right? Because it's it's there, it's it's ready made, it's ready to go, Mm -hmm. it's ready to melt, it's ready to spread, it's ready to eat. And uh, Jaden Sancho is that player. He's he's there. He's at that level. He's you know another step up would get him to kind of Mbappe, kind of Neymar, kind of level. And um, yeah, but Pedro Neto. He's choked, He's very raw. He's going to take a lot of time to graft into something, um, and uh, I can't see us spending a couple of years developing a player like that. I think we just kind of need to go head first to kind of go for for Sancho, and you know he's got what we need. And uh, and um, and I think I think yeah, I think if we're looking at a w- a winger this season uh, um, rather than a striker. If it turns out we're getting a, a winger, then probably Sancho would be the one. Sancho would be the one. I'd.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think most Man United fans, certainly that I know, have said Jaden Sancho. I think for Pedro Neto's own development, I think it'd be... I'd, I'd like him to stay at Wolverhampton under Nuno Santos at the moment. I think Nuno would help him a lot to develop as a player.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, see,
2: this is... Uh, I'd have to dis- disagree with you. I didn't want Battle United. If just take the worst case scenario, he comes to United, it just screams Alexis Sanchez all over what paying for three hundred and seventy five thousand pounds a week just for him to sit on the, to sit on the bench where where we could just put his rages and his transfer value into Sancho and someone of that quality. For me, I don't think there's any any good golf courses in Manchester. I think they're all over in uh, Spain. Let him go back to Spain. Let him play his golf, and the Premier League would do without Bale.
0: Bill, I'm gonna let you take that one over.
1: Um, I'll let you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you see, I, I I agree with you, Cameron. Um, that Bill at this point in his career is probably not the best fit for us. And the the wages would be astronomically high. And I agree with you. Jaden Sancho for me would be would be the one to go for if we're getting a winger, if or if, even if we're looking at getting a winger. Um but you've you've gotta kind of weigh, weigh up the options. If it's if it's anything over nothing, then maybe you know a cheap deal for Bill if we could get him for cheap you know we we might end up doing a rash decision like that if we can't get our first choice targets um and i i would be disappointed if that happened but we need to just kind of put a bit of faith in 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 uh the new uh, uh um uh, uh, director of football put a little bit of faith in all uh and put a little bit of faith in the in the in the board and just see where we uh, see where we go with it really. And uh, know, if we get end up getting uh, Jadon Sancho, look, he's gonna rip the Premier League up, and uh, no doubt uh, he'll be a great player for us or, or any team that signs him. But uh, it's dealing with Dortmund that is a hard part. And even if if mm-hmm. if, if any clubs want Sancho or any clubs want Haaland this season, um, listen, let me tell you something about Dortmund. Uh, they they've got the best negotiating skills. You eat because they say it's straight away. This is our price. Take it or leave it. Go away. Do you know what I mean? And United, we've been bantered by uh, Bruce Dortmund so many times. Uh, we we've been bantered when they got Jude Bellingham, uh, even though we we took Jude Bellingham on a tour of, of the training complex. Uh, where Sir Alex Ferguson that was there, uh, Gunnar yeah. Solskjaer was there, uh, and, and and he snubbed us for Dortmund. Uh, then again, uh, we've been done by by Dortmund signing Harland uh, because we didn't have the uh, 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 we didn't have any acumen or or, or or any kind of drive to get him before Dortmund. Uh, we offered a bigger deal and we offered a bigger package uh, to Haaland. Uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Dortmund have us so many different times now. We need to say enough is enough, and uh, uh, we need to we need to stop playing hardball. We need to start saying, look, uh, Jadon Sancho's uh, price has dropped drastically because he has had a, 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 an awful start to the season, an awful season. We're not playing paying 120 million. We need to we need to you know well I don't know when we're going to start doing this, but we need to start. Um, you know, looking at Man United's best interests, not Dortmund's best interests. Um, and I think we need to get we need to get um, if if we've got any chance of signing Harland or uh, Sancho, uh, we need to we need to form a proper strategy. as how how it's going to kind of pan out and how 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 it's going to work. And uh, I think strategy probably going to going to be key at this at this kind of point because uh, I don't think Dortmund are going to sell to anyone this season um so they're either going to want a lot of money uh but if we wait a season look we get we get we get the the the, the buyout close kicks in for Haaland we'll get him for 60 million that's how you play Dortmund tell the tell Dortmund, we're going to wait a year you can ha- ha- have him now uh ha- have your uh your your german league success we're going to wait and we're going to we're going to pay you 60 million that will wind uh, uh, Bruce Doman up severely to the point where they're gonna, you know, they're gonna they're gonna feel what we kind of felt as fans, and I think that's the best way to handle this situation. Look, we go out and get patson Daka, who no doubt can get 11 goals for us, maybe, maybe, maybe more. Uh, uh, hopefully, we put a bit of faith in Martial. We go for a, a, a winger and we get Harlan for 60 million next transfer window. So yeah.
0: No, thanks for that, Bill. I hope that answers your question, Cameron. Uh, I'm going to click the next one now.
2: I would rather have Sancho over Bell any day. I just don't think Bell has been successful success at Tottenham. How how rude of he to come out and just saying that oh, I was only at Tottenham to get match fit. Do you know what I mean? You should play with a club of passion. I can see it. Two games before... Uh, the Eurostar saying to Mourinho, "If he's manager, sorry, boss, I don't want to play because I don't want to get injured." What he's what he said in that statement. I saw it in my mind in French, he and she pissed me off. How dare he put his country before his? Oh, think about his club, country. Oh, I want to play. I don't want to get injured. I don't want injured. Oh, he just does my head. Cheers, Cameron. Um...
0: Bill, you've talked ex- extensively about that point, so I'm just going to move on to the next um, message.
2: Hiya, boys. Uh, don't know if you guys uh, remember me saying about uh, what would, who would I want at Villa uh, if Greedish, if we sold Greedish. Uh, I'm sticking to it. Uh, I went for two players. I went for Luckman and for uh, Trossard, and I tell you what, Trossard is doing all right in the last couple of couple of weeks. So. Yeah, I'd still take a gamble on Trossard, to be fair, especially if Brighton do go down. Um, Trossard's definitely a, a winger that I'd have at the Villa. But uh, how are we doing, boys? I'm not here for long. I'm literally popping in and out each time. so um, You know, the missus has got me watching Bake Off. So. But yeah, it's one of them.
0: Nice one, coach. Nice to see you. Look, Leandro yeah. Trossard, he's a great player, to be fair. I, I don't know why he hasn't been um, looked at earlier by teams, because... He's a great player man have you seen have, have you watched him play bill uh, yeah,
1: a little bit a little bit um i think that would be a great too much,
0: deal for villa not too much.
1: Yeah, great deal i mean for it, villa. especially if they're going down this season uh, i mean you'd pick him up for 10 15 million and that, i think it'd be a great addition to villa um but i think uh, i think uh, the the guy who who coached just mentioned that uh, is it Lookman? Uh, is it yeah. for him? Yeah, He's I, I, Fulham, I probably, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I remember him. Um, I remember him. Um, was he on loan recently to the German league? or oh, this is different, Lookman, I think. Yeah, he, he he played phenomenal. I remember him uh, in a few games. Uh, really st- stood out. Um, so yeah, could be a little decent little uh, little uh, deal for uh, Aston Villa. Every time I see uh, a Lookman play, he seems to get better and better. Um, so, yeah, yeah could player, be, man. could be, could be a decent little deal for them uh, uh, as well. Yeah,
0: he'll be a big part of why Fulham will stay up this year. To be fair, um, he'll be a big part, and he's already playing a massive part in their recent success in form. It's because of Lukman; he's a massive part of
1: it. He, he, uh, do you know what? Whatever happened to uh, Mitrovic? Uh, is he still at Fulham?
0: He's at he's know? at Fulham, but he's been benched at the moment. Um, I, I swear, he's, he's on the bench most games. Um, I couldn't tell you who for, but he's definitely on the bench. I don't times.
1: understand why you'd put a player like that on the bench. Mitrovic has been top scorer for so many seasons in the in the championship. He's a phenomenal, seems, phenomenal player.
0: It seems Scott Parker's got a certain way of playing, and maybe Mitrovic is not fitting that at the moment. Um, but he's still, like you said, great yeah, goal scorer. Possibly. Great to come off the bench as, a, as an asset.
1: Next yeah, question. a super sub.
2: I'm off now. It was only a quick one to say hi and get your views on uh, bail. Anyway, have a good one.
1: Nice one, Cameron. Nice one, Cameron. Thank you for your comments today. Really, really great comments, in depth, and uh, we, we always look forward to hearing you on the show, mate. So nice one. Hundred percent.
2: Man United, this. Man United, that. Come on,
1: come get off, get off the
2: United bandwagon. Get onto another team. <laughs> I
0: was going to say we have talked about yeah. Other
2: teams to be fair in here.
1: There's been quite a quite a balanced show in terms of covering Chelsea news, um covering other quite other teams as well. It's been a little uh, decent little show, but uh, I think uh, of course There's always going to be that little bit of bias uh, coming from two United fans. It's always going to there, bleed into most of the conversation.
0: Yeah, there there is a few more that I, that we will hit upon just before we leave very briefly. Um just going to hit the next one and then we'll touch upon him.
2: I don't know if you've uh, discussed this, that uh, Nicky Butt has left United as uh, heads of development. wonder what that means now going forward and how how success did he have at that role.
0: Um, I'm just going to have a quick pot on this. May- I think it could be due to the appointment of John Murta this, you know, um, yeah, uh, what do you think, Bill?
1: Yeah, it looks like um, it looks like one of the uh, decisions of uh, John Murtoff. Mert- and um, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know much about uh, Nicky Butts' role in uh, in the in the coaching setup or in the youth team development. I'd, I, I've not read too much into that, but uh, let me tell. You. As a player, obviously, fond memories uh, of him uh, as a player, but. Don't really know much about him in terms of what his role was in the in, in the squad, um, but I think he was head of uh, of first development. team development. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he will, he will have overseen uh, Greenwood, Rashford, uh, their kind of development, and a couple of other players who came through the youth setup. So I'd say if, if I'm judging he... him off, Sorry, I think he's that? probably
0: seen it a bit a bit of a slap in the face, unfortunately, for Butty again. Um... But, he, but like he's been overlooked for that yeah. technical director job.
1: We we, we don't know the uh, we you know we can only uh, offer opinions from speculate. the outside looking in. Uh, absolutely, mm. and we don't know what the full kind of circumstances. Maybe he he wanted to 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 to, to quit. Maybe he wanted a way out to do something else. We we I mean, we don't know. We can only speculate. But if I'm judging him off of what he's done. Uh, for nine years at the club uh, in terms of that coaching kind of role uh, look Rashford phenomenal player and if Nicky Butt was anything to do with uh, Rashford's development uh, I'd say that's uh, a positive success uh, yeah
0: Coming away from that Bill very quickly just going to cut, touch on two more stories um, it seems now Real Madrid are now considering a move for Tottenham um, striker Harry Kane as their main transfer target it's coming up in uh, Spanish news Real Madrid, Harry Kane, does it fit?
1: <laughs> Look, it, oh man, um, it it fits, but the price tag doesn't fit. Um, they're yeah. going to have to yield hundred and fifty million if they want um, Harry Kane. Let let me tell you something, Harry Kane. Uh, you could argue if uh, if Mbappe wasn't in the picture, Harry Kane would be the best striker in the world right now. Um, yeah, out I, and I can out comfortably striker. say that. Absolutely. Out and out striker. And 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 the only reason that Mbappe slightly um slightly takes a higher position there is because um look the, the players he's got around him um give him greater support than what Harry Kane's got at the minute. I mean he's playing yes. with Son and you know everyone good else's good. kind of baggage. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else is kind of just um, in his way, kind of thing. If that makes sense, if they all played, if 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 they all played how PSG play for, for for Mbappe, then yeah, absolutely, I'd say said Kane's the best. Kane is the best. Kane can assist. I agree. Score. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it, it, look, it's probably a, a a viewpoint that not a lot of people are gonna kind of like but look you've got to be truthful about these kind of things um, it, the system that both managers use and, and that both players play under is, is very important to how a, a, an individual I mean if you remember at, at United I mean everybody the kind of whole system was um pass the ball to Ronaldo or play Ronaldo yeah. through in the final third I mean that's what Rooney did a lot of the time and it kind of took away from what Rooney was as a player and it's a bit unfortunate now that we look back at it, but it's a successful strategy. It does work. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, Harry Kane is a fantastic player. And uh, if he goes to Real Madrid, I mean, that would be a crazy, crazy headline-breaking signing. Uh, and I'm sure that that would write the papers um, the, next, the next morning. Uh, it's a big story. Um, another one as well, uh, Sam, just to, just to go over um, Arsenal, a little story around Arsenal. This has come out from uh, Football London. Uh, so, a fairly, fairly credible uh, as well. Story written by uh, uh, Lee Wilmot. Uh, Arsenal identify uh, uh, a replacement for Hector Bellerin. Um, mm. So, a, a player by the name of Emerson Royal, who you might know from from his time at, uh, at Real Betis. Uh, really, really good player. Really good right back. Uh, Brazilian, if I'm not mistaken, I've seen him a few times play, and I think he could be a nice little player for Arsenal. Um, And it it looks like Hector Bellerin might be on his way out of the club uh, by the kind of gist of the article. And uh, look, I I remember seeing uh, Barcelona interested a few years ago in Bellerin. Uh, Maybe that that transfer is is where his heart's at. And uh, yeah, but I think uh, Bellerin is one of those players um, who you either like him or you don't. I think a bit like Emerson uh, uh yeah, well absolutely. Um well I've I've bloody hate my <laughs> I like job, <dumb, laughs> but um it is what it is. Um but Bellin's he's one of those uh, he's one of those players, you either like him or you don't, but yeah, Emerson Royal is a great player and uh, probably be a good replacement for uh, for uh, Arsenal there. That's, That's a little an story
0: that's an interesting story because I didn't know that one. So thank you for bringing that one up, Bill. I like how you yeah, brought it's that a, one it's into a the decent,
1: fold. It's a decent little uh, outlet. It's called football.london. And they cover kind of, you know, London kind of clubs. Uh, but there's lots of interesting stories and it uh, gives you kind of an analytical take on on why they're kind of looking for a player and uh, lots of interesting facts on there and stuff. And uh yeah, interviews and things. Uh, definitely worth checking out. It's a, it's a great little, uh, little um, uh, uh, blog. Uh, definitely about will do.
0: I've got one more um, gossip news here, Bill, um, before we kind of wrap things up, unless you've got something else to add o- also afterwards.
1: Oh, I think I've said my piece today.
0: <laughs> oh, it's been yeah, a great absolutely. show. Like, like you said, it's been yeah, very diverse, yeah, this show. We've touched on United, absolutely. Chelsea, City... Real Madrid, Arsenal. We've touched upon a load of um, subjects. Um, So I think it's been a very diverse show. The last bit that I have, um, Manchester City believe the strongest competition in the race for Haaland with themselves, 100 million, is Real Madrid again. Now, Real Madrid are going to be popping up in the news for transfers, left, right and centre this summer. Haaland, Mbappe, Salah maybe, Mane, I think will be in there.
1: it's a great story and it will sell papers. But let me ask you this question, Sam: Has Real Madrid got a hundred million? I don't think they. I don't. They have, I don't think, I don't they, think have. they have got any. I think Real Madrid are struggling. Uh, they they are starving uh, for uh, a cash injection uh, into the squad, um, yeah. and that's why we're we're linked to Varane. That's why we're linked to Ramos because they need to generate funds to rebuild the squad. And to do that, they're going to sell. Crew, they're going to sell everyone. I, I think they're going to sell at least seven of, of the starters uh, in, in the first team to finance this uh, so-called, you know, kind of revolution rebuild. <laughs> you know what? T- to make that happen, they, they're going to need to generate money from somewhere, and. Uh, it looks like uh, it looks like it's going to come from selling starters, and uh, if that is the case, look, uh, I'll happily take uh, Varane. Most clubs would happily take Varane and uh, Ramos. Which club wouldn't want uh, Ramos, a uh, multiple Champions League winning uh, defender, bags of bags of experience? Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens in regards to that. But I think if Holland's going anywhere, um, Unfortunately, it will probably be Man City, uh, just because his father played for Man City, and obviously you know they've got the money, they've got owners who uh, aren't shy about uh, splashing, uh, splashing the cash. Um, so yeah, I think they'll flash the green and, and get the deal uh, done quick. I hate, yeah.
0: I hate to say, it, I hate to say it, but I might have to agree with you there uh, with the City news. I think you know the link to them is very strong. Um, I also think Chelsea's in the fold for him. I think Chelsea, um, watch out for Chelsea. I think they might be in for him uh, quite strongly. And you can never count out Man United again with Haaland. But I think it's going to be out of Man Man City and Chelsea for Haaland. So I'm sure we're going to be talking about Haaland every week leading up to the transfer window opening. Uh, But (laughs) he he sells sells stories. He's the brightest kid out there at the moment.
1: Absolutely. Look, Haaland is a phenomenal talent and uh, I'd love to I'd love to see him uh, in the Premier League, uh, whether it be for a, a rival or, or, or for, for ourselves, for, for Man United, so. but um, Haaland in the Premier League uh, would just be phenomenal. I mean, the guy is ripping it up in the Champions League at a minute and I uh, can't wait to see him because, uh, I mean, Dortmund play. Um, I think they play Man City, so that would be, uh, be nice to I'm see interested. what he does against Premier League opposition.
0: Oh, I can't wait. We got three messages, Bill. Let's let's have
1: them. Yo, Sam. Yo, Sports Talk. How are we doing today?
0: Thank you, Marcus. Loyal listener, back in here. Good to see you, my friend.
1: Let's go. I see there are going to be a mass exodus out of Tottenham. I'd say Loris is going to go back to Lyon in France. Ali at Inquisition for a move back with Poch. Maybe he might head to PSG. Kane, I don't I don't see him getting ahead of Benzema, even though he's a better striker, don't get me wrong. Great point,
0: but, great
1: point. Yeah, Zidane just loves Benzema, so I don't see that happening anytime soon. But he might head to Man City, because I know they're looking for uh, an Aguero replacement. Imagine if they got him in. Jesus Christ, game over. Uh, Son, he might be the only one that might stay loyal of the lot, but even at that... I will not be surprised if I see him pull up at Real Madrid if Ronaldo does leave as the new talisman. Could soon there straight away.
0: Thank you very much, Marcus. Great points, great views. On Son, I would love to see him at a bigger club than Spurs. I think that he <laughs> he has it in him. He needs to move Absolutely. from Spurs. He is Absolutely. such a world-class player.
1: Oh I think he's God. 28 as well. I think he's 28. Yeah. It's now or never. Look, I, I would love him at United... Uh, yes. I would love him, I, I would love to see him realise his potential and win a trophy, whether it be, you know, Champions League, so, something smaller, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe, a, uh, uh, maybe you know, anything, I, I just want to see Son win, Son's that kind of person, you kind of, you know, you love to hate him on, on game day, but, you, you know, at the end of the day, he's a fantastic player, and uh, I'd love to see him at a bigger club, I mean, psG any, anywhere like kind of like that I see him just um realizing his potential because he's kind of withering away at Tottenham and um yeah he'll be remembered fondly by uh, the Tottenham fans uh when it's all said and done, you, you want your your success is measured by trophies in in today's modern kind of system of, of of football fans and he'll he'll get forgotten uh I think if if he doesn't win a trophy.
0: Of course, and that's the sad thing because he's such a world-class player. Obviously, you buy Son, you also get the fan base with him. You get a certain chunk of a massive fan base with Son. The Asian market comes along with him, which is which Absolutely. is great for a club. And I think... I guarantee if he moves to a bigger club, he wins something in his first season at that club. Whatever club he goes to, yeah. he wins something.
1: Absolutely.
2: It's I could at Tottenham. tell you... Where he would do well would be Everton. I think uh, he was a massive upgrade on Seamus Coleman. Anyway, uh, Bellerin, I'm back now. I just had to take a call from work.
0: That's a good point, to be fair, Bill. Angelotti there, he could he could coax Bellerin into it. But uh, who do Everton play at right back at the moment? Is it Coleman?
1: Uh, Seamus Coleman and uh, sometimes Mason Holgate. I think. I think he's played right back a few times. Uh um, an upgrade. Yeah, Seamus Coleman. Is, uh, would Bellerin be an upgrade?
0: Oh, yeah, would
1: for sure. Would Bellerin be an upgrade? For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think Seamus Coleman, overall, uh, his game is more defensive than it is. It's got quite a balanced game, but I'd say it's more defensive than going forward. Bellerin is more going forward. Uh, But I think under an- Ancelotti's system, you could kind of fit him in in a way where he plays both defensive mm-hmm. and attacking, but I think he'd, his preference would be kind of attacking. That's why he'd probably want to go to Barcelona. But I don't think he would um, get ahead of uh, Serginio Dest, uh who's having a phenomenal uh, start. To his, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, I think he scored two goals the other day. Yes, um, he got a goal the other <laughs> day, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, for a right back to be scoring two goals a game, that's, that's a bit crazy, you know, that makes you think. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Bellerin, uh, the player kind of divides opinion. I'd, I'd like to see him at a different club because uh, I think he's kind of uh, uh, gone under the kind of shadows kind of a little bit uh, at Arsenal. Uh, but that just could be the injury and kind of lack of, of playing time with uh, obviously the introduction of Cedric uh, Suarez to uh, to work the Arsenal kind of set-up. 100%.
0: 100% and you know what Bill Um, I think that's the end of our roundup for this week I mean have you got anything else to add
1: no man it's been a great show and uh, anyone still listening uh, back again next week and uh, just follow us on our socials and, and uh, look out for all the content that's coming up and uh, we're doing a planning a big show for Wrestlemania if any of you guys are wrestling fans uh, drop a follow on, on our socials and, and keep a lookout for that Going to be live on studio both nights, uh, so we're going to be live for that. So yeah, keep keep a keep a lookout and uh, great show, my friend. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.
0: Yep, take care now, stay safe. Oh, we have a message. We have a message. We, we cannot leave <laughs> without leave
2: the you message. Play. Play. let's rock, let's rock. Good show as always, lads. Bring on WrestleMania!
1: Come on, United. <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> loyal listener. Absolutely, absolutely. I just want to um,
0: echo your. F- echo your sentiments, Bill. You know, thanks to everyone who joined and gave their views. Uh, we enjoy doing these football transfer shows for you guys every week, Wednesday. Um, it'll be in the evening every Wednesday for you guys. So, yeah, let us know your thoughts and comments. Drop a follow on our socials. Um, thank you very much.